My name's Tony B. This is our playground. I'm like losing my voice <clears throat> this morning, and I apologize for that. But hey, there's stuff in the air. And you know what else is in the air? Love is in the air. You know why love is in the air? Because my basketball team went on the uh, went on the road last night, fought like crazy, and lost a game down in uh, Texas A&M. But but Santiago Vescovi showed a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, whatever he showed, a lot of courage and chutzpah and this and that. And um, also, there's a lot of love in the air today because I had on the blog today at the top that. Um, Tennessee got a sweep of Texas A&M because I assumed it last night. I assumed it. I thought I could speak it into existence. So those of you that saw that early in the morning, late last night, your eyes weren't deceiving you. But my eyes, as I was doing both the Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime and doing the blog simultaneously, you can't be two place at the same time inside you and inside your mind, as the great Ray Parker Jr. once said. Some old school uh, R&B reference for you there. We've got a lot to talk about today on the program. Very little time to get there. Tennessee's performance last night at Texas A&M notwithstanding. There's also the fact that um, <clears throat> Tennessee baseball season is literally not only upon us, but uh, they are on a historic, they are on a historic um, run in terms of what they're, the way they're pitching. Last year it was bashing people and doing whatever they were doing. And then the third thing I want to get into, we're going to talk about that, that, and then the police department down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Because the Brandon Miller story, the more I think about it, and it's funny Sean's on here today, or maybe it's not. But Sean has said down through the years that if you look at Alabama football, those guys never get in trouble. Never. Our guys get in trouble. Florida's guys get in trouble. Now, Georgia, Georgia's had a way of making things disappear as well. Um like the incident that happened six weeks ago. I, I, we haven't heard anything, have we? It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, are we going to? I don't know. Um, Nick Saban, the Alabama apparatus down there. We'll get into that today. I want to start with the good news, though. Dr. Sean Sinclair, you're with us on a Wednesday. I would like your thoughts on this uh, corner commitment. The Tennessee got out of the mid-state the other day. We haven't really discussed it. I was leaving it, leaving that item for you. And that's one thing I love about our team, that what we do uh, each, uh, each day on here is we're, we, can, we can touch all the bases. And I want to get your thoughts on what you see from that young man on film. As I welcome you in on this Wednesday, happy baseball season to you, brother. Tony, thanks for having me. Um, <clears throat> Uh, you're talk what you're talking about is Marcus Gorey from uh, yep. Bradley Central. Yep. Um, great history of football down there, uh, but he's a, he falls in line with the, the profile that we we've, we've been looking at the past couple of years. A long, lanky DB, um, he physical guy. I think you'll find him in the slot uh, coming up because he is uh, quite a good uh, uh, blitzer uh, off the corner. Um, 
fast, not blazing fast, but fast. Uh, just a really good athlete. You take um, you take Boo Carter, who you know we're we're in good shape with. I think mm-hmm. uh, you take um, uh, Kamaro Brown out of uh, Memphis, another DB type body, uh, and then our um, Caleb Beasley uh, in the Nashville area at Lipscomb, and Tennessee may not as as Austin Price said, uh, Tennessee may not have to go out of state to fill up their DB locker in this class, but he's a, he's a really nice player. He's only going to get better. And I I would think he's going to track like a lot of the guys from last year where committed early. And then later in the year, you see them rise up in the rankings. So he's right now he's for what it's worth. He's thought to be a three-star guy. Uh, I would, I, I could easily see him turn into a four-star guy uh, when it's all said and done. Well, and the services also, I uh, mean, no offense to them, but they also uh, pander to fan bases because they have to sell subscriptions. But that's that's kind of the way the game's played. The The point is is that we're getting these tall, rangy guys that are really good athletes that are going to address some of the deficiencies that we've seen here right in recent years. That's kind of the point. Well, you get football's changed. And I'm, not, I'm not trying to be the know-it-all, but... Yeah. Uh, before you, you could have guys before like Daryl Green, obviously a Hall of Famer. Daryl Levis. Yep. Mattel um, Roby, uh, who you know was looking here and then went to USC with Monty Kiffin. Shorter guys, and and they can be successful, but it was a different game back then. Uh, right now, you have the game is so spread out with you know with any number of of receiving options for the offense, yep. and so. Uh, where this plays in is that you have longer kids with longer arms. You don't, you don't get a whole lot of opportunities to make the traditional form tackle like in the old Oklahoma drill or Tennessee drill. So you've got guys now that can, you know, a couple of extra inches on the wingspan, a couple of extra inches to grab a kid going around the corner to grab, you know, to get a jersey. That can make all the difference in the world. Yeah. It's, it's all a game of like, perimeter and space which is what our head coaches taught us but it, it, i mean look at the pro level look at what uh your chiefs did to my eagles who have a pretty good defense but in the second half the eagles could not get their hands uh on the uh on the kansas city chiefs and didn't slow them down didn't stop them once and you know when you have travis kelsey out there and and, and then you introduce uh some other guys a uh, smith schuster who was held down in the first half and then in the second half goes for nearly 100 yards, and voila, uh, you know, you run off and, and win the Super Bowl. Hey, so. Tone, can I, can I get a, a, can I get a uh, old-school shout-out for you? See if you remember this one. Please. I met, uh, I, I met a, um, a, a broadcaster from Channel 6 in Philadelphia. Right. Uh, we'll just, we'll just uh, call her uh, M, and she used to work under Don Tollison. The great Don Tollison in sports, who used to say, I'm pumped, we're pumped, pumped, so, so we're pumped. That, that, that is, wow, that that's cool. out for all of our Team Mendy so, uh, fans out there. Mendy. M for Mendy. Yep. Yeah, and she was uh, she was uh, very bitter uh, that my Chiefs uh, secured the Super Bowl. Nice. Trophy. But, I, but I told her that I'm a, I'm a uh, Jalen Hurts fan, and you're, you're a big 
silly guy, and I would have been just as fine. Yep. And that's true. I would have been just as fine if the Eagles would have won. You, you told me that on on and off the air. We had a very agreeable uh, week with each other, and I, you know, I I've come to the conclusion, and I don't know why, as a fan base, the Eagle fans are not handling it well. When a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame coach beats you, and they have a Hall of Fame day, you're going to you're going to lose, and that's what happened. I mean, you know, it well, is. She was bitter. She yeah. was bitter that Andy Reid didn't do that in Philly. Well, that's the truth, and she said it. I didn't, but um, so we've got the commitment to talk about the future of the football program. Spring practice is getting ready to crank up. It's going to be very, very fun. In the meantime, we've got this baseball program. Brian, our scoreless inning right now is up to what scoreless streak? We are at 18 scoreless innings in a row, starting with the eighth inning against Grand Canyon. I would they have yet to allow another run. I would and say, one reason yeah. why I'm going back to the Super Bowl. One reason yeah. why Andy Reid never did that in Philly is because he didn't have a he didn't have a uh, Pat Mahomes and a Travis Kelsey. That's right to play with. That's right. I mean, McSad was a nice player in his day, and I like McSad. He was like a if the Eagles would have surrounded Donovan McSad with better wide receivers. He would have been, but they had Todd guys like uh, James Trash and Todd Stinkston around him. If they would have put better players around him instead of James Trash and Todd Stinkston and people like that, he would be thought of as a better player. Now, of course, he did get a tummy virus in the 2004 Super Bowl against New England, but who am I to remember stuff like that? I'm not. I'm not here to dig up old bones. Hey, Tony, you know, we all the all the media goes to the Manning family, but under the radar, how about uh how about the Kelsey family likely gonna have two Hall of Fame brothers uh, That's crazy five years after they retire. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. You're, 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 Jason's the best center in the in the world. Yeah, yes. And Kelsey arguably is is one of the best. And they are they are absolutely both surefire first uh, ballot Hall of Famers. And you know what those guys prove to you, and this is good for the recruit next to understand. Jason Kelsey walked on at Cincinnati was a two-star player. I read a profile on him recently where he went to Brian Kelly after his first year, and he said, hey, can you put me on scholarship? And they said, well, if you'll do this, 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 and this at Cincinnati, and he did this, 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 and this. But he had to beg to be put on scholarship in his second year so his mother could afford uh, to get him out from under her so he could pursue his football dream and he took that opportunity and he's now literally on the precipice of when he retires probably being a hall of fame player and then travis on the other hands on the you know at wide receiver two completely different types of athletes but that's a really good point sean those are two two hall of fame football players coming out of the same family Brian Hartman, our basketball program, and I'm hoarse from it because we were on for about 100 minutes last night. And it, <clears throat> our basketball program, Bry, is uh, is taking on water. Thank God, South Carolina is up next. Yeah, they get a reprieve from what's been ailing them, and you know there was a path that that even that game could be more interesting than it should be. The way the team is kind of been going the last you know two and a half weeks unfortunately and so at south carolina in league play shoots the ball pretty well from three-point range that's the one thing they do 
And the thing about our club is if you get on the floor with anybody that can shoot a three, you're in trouble because you can't score. Now, in our building Saturday night, we'll be like a 20-plus point favorite in that game. We'll blow that team out. The team you're worried about now is this Arkansas bunch. A Smith kid comes back last night. He has 26. He lights it up from three-point range. And that all of a sudden is a game. I'm putting that one. I, I put that in the win column a couple weeks ago. That that game's right there is right back in the you could lose that game very easily. And you heard it here first. So the basketball team is um, taking on water. We had an interesting Garza Law, uh, Tennessee basketball overtime last night. We were talking about the game, the aftermath, the uh, situation with Vescovy, who showed a lot of courage last night, and then the uh, situation with uh, uh, Jimmy Dykes talking during the telecast that uh, Josiah Jordan-James looked very good in shoot-around, and he was very surprised he didn't play, but after shoot-around, the story is that he went to the coaches and said, I'm I'm not available. And they were like, well, huh? What? What do you mean you're not available? So uh, I think there's uh, some I think there's some stuff there. Um, but um, it's just weird. I mean, you know, he's always been a really great kid. You know, I looked it up today. Brian, I think we've played 29 games right now, right? 28, 29. What's the number? They have played 28. You know how many games he started? Out of the triple uh, i would say less than half of those how about eight eight and i think he's played in roughly half but eight a little strange well you know you just might as well get used to the fact that the team does not include Jawan james or josiah james playing i mean you have to almost get used to the fact that he isn't going to play and if he does it's a bonus it's really odd it's really odd. So we've got um, we've got those uh, things to discuss at eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The other thing you got to discuss is everybody's looking at Tennessee and they're saying, well, you know, when you lose last night, you lose your seating, you lose your this, you lose your that's not true. Xavier lost to Villanova last night. Xavier's sitting right there around the Vols. Um. The truth is college basketball is a total mess this year. The Vols were one of the first teams to 20 wins. Now, they've been hovering around that mark for a while. They've lost, I think, five of their last six in league play, if you take that Texas game out of the equation. Um, and the weird thing is the Texas game was was like the high-water mark of the year, essentially, till now. Their focus, their goal has to be on getting healthier um, and ch- just trying to win a game or two here along the way, but getting your players well, I, back. Tony, how did we look last night? I mean, I, I, I hate to say that on a sports talk show, but you know me. When when the, when the great Derek Trucks is in Knoxville, your boy SS is going to be front and center watching him play. Brian, describe to Cinco or anybody that missed last night's game what he missed. Well, you got off to a pretty good start. You scored the first nine points. And then Texas A&M had players that could get to the basket, and Tennessee could not defend without fouling them. Whereas Tennessee did not have a player 
who could do the same thing likewise. Tennessee also had Santiago Viscovi, who, despite the fact that he had a virus, and looked very sort. sick, Sean. You could tell he looked very like it was one of those deals where he looked yeah. on his eyes. He, you know, people when they look ill, you can see it in their eyes. Like he looked like he was just like people that have been up for two straight days or whatever. He had that look about him, that zombified look. He almost had a so triple let me get double. This straight. So let me get this straight. He was playing injured. He was playing sick. He was playing sick, and another senior decided he'd take a powder. Well, I look. Uh, that's that what I'm yes. hearing. Precisely. I, I don't know if that's the case, but because I'm not inside uh, Josiah Jordan James's body, but it it doesn't look good. That that wasn't that wasn't a, that wasn't the look you're looking for at this point. Hmm. So uh, Tennessee suffers another loss. They're stacking them up. Uh, I guess they're learning how to lose. Would be the way to would be the way to put it. These losses have come in all shapes and sizes. But last night they basically got shoved around. Jerron Maiman, who was on with us post game. Put it this way, he said, He said, uh, Texas A&M carried themselves as a club that was going to win the game. I mean, once the first TV timeout happened and they got their feet in the game and they got back and got the lead before half, he said there was no doubt they were winning the game. I mean, you could just tell in their body language. And Tennessee hung in there. Tennessee almost got that win last night with some guile and some fight and some determination, and it would have been a good one to steal but those that are thinking this is college basketball from five years ago where you're going to lose your seating and you're going to end up like on the sixth line or whatever, the only way this team, the only way they end up lower than a four seed, the only way, they can lose them all, is by losing to South Carolina Saturday. Now, if they lose to South Carolina Saturday, they'll be a seven seed, a six or a seven seed. But looking at the way the teams are playing around them, because that's really what this is. This thing's all relative. They still have very high numbers in the, um, uh, you know, it, by the net and by some of the other rankings that are going to be used. The real issue, though, is can you get healthy enough to make a dent in a month? And so I, I don't know. Um, it's really sad. I don't know. But there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of pressure. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with James on Saturday because uh, that's his home state school. It's his final go around. Um, it's an, it's going to be interesting. That, that basketball deal is going to be really, really interesting over the next couple weeks. So he, they have three left. They have South Carolina here, they have Arkansas here, and then they have uh, they close out Auburn. So uh, two and one would be a would be a wonderful result from here. Three and zero oh seems pie in the sky at this point. You agree with that, Bry? Three and zero oh seems. I mean, I'm I'm resigned with the fact that two and one's the best they're going to do. Well, yeah, three and zero oh is really optimistic, and uh, you know Arkansas they. They still have to go on the road. I'll have to. Be, I'll believe that when I see You're it. Damn even though they got that Smith kid back, you got maybe. it. Maybe um, it's kind of like Tennessee. I'll believe Tennessee's going to win on the road when I see that Arkansas bunch win on the road. But that Smith kid's pretty well, darn good now. He's a pro. I just don't know that. I don't see this team 
losing on senior day, our senior night. No. Which is what that would be. It would be apropos. So, it would be apropos. I'll take, yeah, I, I think two and one. You win your home games, and then you you drop that Auburn game. I don't I don't see Bruce losing twice to Barnes in one year. No. You know so, the way this the way this senior year has gone for those guys. I'll go you, two and one. You know, if you look at the seniors and the way the senior year has gone for these guys, it would be almost apropos for those guys to lose on senior day, because a lot of them have diminishing roles or diminishing returns as we go along here. Which is really strange to say. This is not the way the script was supposed to play, play out. The younger guys are playing more, and the seniors are not, except for Vesco, who's been kind of lights out last week and a half. Um, but uh, it's been very strange. If you'd have told me earlier in the year that we had had a situation like that around James, I would have told you there's just no way. There's just coming into the season. There's just that. There's no way. There's just no way. But that's, I guess that's why this stuff's interesting. Sean, same thing with the baseball team. So I don't know if you've followed any of this, but I've been getting, I, I've been getting, I've been getting ripped, Sean, online for running interference for Tony Valls. Had some people email me. Why would you, why would and, you be, be, why would they say that? Well, because we have not come out. We didn't come out hard against them, critical over the the way they played over the weekend. Why would you uh, explain to me? I mean, I've watched all the games. Right. I've, I've watched every game. Right. Almost every pitch. Why? Uh, I, I guess I don't understand that. What's the What's the issue? Well, they they didn't look like last year's team out in Arizona. Remember? Well, I think the pitching staff looks a hundred times better than last year. This, this team's, I don't know if they're going to have the win total, but this is a way better tournament team than last year's team. I mean, you got, you got fine. You replace, you replace all, you replace every position player. Okay, fine. You're trying to find where the, where the different pieces are going to match. Is Dickie going to be, you know, Dickie's got to have a bat in there. He goes three for three, struggled a little bit, but he's not, he's not the athlete that, you know, that we're used to in the outfield. Booker, you know, you got some senior guys right now that are, I'm sure Tony V is trying to honor them for sticking around. Uh, your boy, Christian Scott, Booker. And by the way, I mean this with all due respect, uh, the Taylor kid at catcher, uh, some other kids. So he's trying to give them an opportunity to win. And, and quite frankly, I don't think they are SEC starters. You got some hot shot freshmen, the dryling kid. Every time he comes in there, he does something. Cal Stark's been a really nice surprise. Um, and you've got two of your guys that are just, they've gotten to the party late in Merritt and Ahuna. So I think you're playing a shell game right now on the diamond. And I don't know how you can draw enough. I mean, sure. Would you like to be impeccable in defense? Okay, fine. Would you prefer not to have Zane Ditton, you know, bust a, a signal and go to third for the third out in an inning? Sure. But a kid's new here. He's a, he's a Tennessee kid. He wants to make something happen. But the take-home message to me is you got three first-rounders starting. Then you got three horses, and I mean absolute horses in the pen, in Halverson, Lindsey, and Zach Joyce. And none of those three pitched last year. Power arms that all three can hit 95-plus in the bullpen. 
That's, we didn't have any. We we would go to, uh, with all due respect, Evans. We'd go to a Sewell. We'd go to. We'd try to throw Canell in there for a couple of innings, and invariably they got lit up. So, I think I think people are a little short sighted or premature with the judgment on this team right now. I, I don't know that we're going to go to Omaha, but this is without question the deepest and best pitching staff Tennessee's ever had. It's not even close. Well, and my and I said this Monday, and people said that you're. I'm just being a t- shell for Tony and this, that, and the other. Because I think people were expecting, you know, us to come out with big, huge guys and wear all the big guys, and they look little, and it looks like we're back in the Dave Serrano days with our hitters, and we don't have some of the big boppers we had last year. There's no question about that. And and some of our I don't young, know. We'll take a look. Who's, like if you take a look at last year's thing, what yeah. Merritt Merritt had a better year than Jordan Beck did. Um, Dickey for now. You're going to have a no one's going to replace uh, Trey Lipscomb's year, and I think everybody wants. You know, you had Jake Rucker comes up as a year last year out of nowhere. Jarrell Ortega, um, Trey Lipscomb come up and produce. Way and come on, they produced way better than even their parents ever dreamed that they could play. Well, they, you know the guy. It doesn't look like we have that plug and play from you know from an upperclassman now. But we'll be there, and I'll I'll Drew. We'll take a look. What is a Dolander goes? He has an off game, strikes out six or seven, gives up two hits. I mean two runs, which you know. And, and that was an off game. Burns comes in, his lights out, and Beam just does what he does. He's your Sunday starter who you can't get on base. Nobody can touch him. And then again, you have those three horses that you can come in that just mow people down. Very, very, very interesting. Watching these guys develop is going to be fun. Uh, Matt, yeah, they legit- yeah. legitimately have. I don't know if we have the closer yet, maybe Lindsay, but this is a. Um, this is every bit the Kumar, Jack Leiter, Vanderbilt uh, pitching staff that they had every bit. Yeah, and if you go back, they didn't have, like, a tremendous supporting cast around those guys. They had a college baseball team around them. See, I think people got used to thinking that's the way it was going to be, and Tennessee had once in a lifetime a once-in-a-lifetime team last year. It's just what it was. I mean, it would you know, it all came together, and if you – if that's what you well, signed up for, the, yeah, the, the starting pitching is so good that Paul Skeens, a top ten draft pick from Air Force, was looking to come here, and a little NIL deal, and who's he going to start ahead of? And he goes ninety eight, ninety nine uh, at the end of his first start, you know, punching out everybody, and he goes to LSU. I mean, it's a, it's a, well, it's it's a it's a ceiling for. For great pitchers right now, and that's an unbelievable thing to think about. You uh, you compare them to Vandy, and Vandy, I'll take the results. They won a national championship, and they they played for a national championship in the best of three in Omaha with those guys. Yeah, but so I don't I'll think that was that. the question. I don't think that was the question that was um, that was proffered. I'm just saying, if if if, if they're Vandy, yes. I'll take the results of what that ha- what that could happen. Well, I was going. I was going with the with the with the multiple first round potential first round draft picks. 
on the bump starting every game. Uh, I think what's crazy is how good the coaching is and the player development is over there from that pitching coach. I think that's nuts. The guy is that Halverson guy. He had him totally dialed in the other day. Totally dialed Completely in. different pitcher. Totally. He's now a pitcher. He was yeah. a thrower at Missouri. Complete thrower. He had a wild um, mm-hmm. he had a wild follow through. It's crazy. Uh, totally out out of control. Yep. And he and he would try to hit ninety six, ninety seven. And now they've dialed him back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking all the waste out of his motion. Mm-hmm. And he is a legit legit uh, uh, option for Major League Baseball in this draft. Well, it's kind of like, um, well, I was talking with a buddy of mine who was like, you know, who's in the sport. He's like, that's just not fair for them to have him on top of those starters. And then the Lindsey kid, that's not fair. And then the kid yesterday that started the game, the 6'8 kid, throwing the ball in the mid-90s at 6 feet 8 inches tall, that ain't fair. I mean, to have all those guys on one you know, at well, some point, you're going to use them all. Uh, ben Joyce set the world on fire last year, and Zach Joyce is a far better pitcher, his, bro- his twin brother. Well, it, to your point, they put Zach Joyce right in you know, right in a high-leverage situation the other day. Go ahead, Brian. Ben, uh, yeah, Ben Joyce could be considered a thrower. Absolutely. Well, a thrower. With all due respect, I think that's I think that's what he is. I think he's yeah. – and I'm sure he's a super kid, uh, but they've got to harness that. I mean, he – he, he's the guy, you know. He he pitched like the guy that at the at the carnival that grabbed the sledgehammer to try to ring the bell. And oh yeah, he's a wild thing now. Thing. He's a wild yeah, exactly. thing. But Zach looked unbelievable the other day in his first start in like two or three years. So he here's didn't. what I, here's what I want to do today. First of all, I've got to find a. I've got to. I want to go through some of these suggestions on Dixie's podcast today on the air and go through that with you and because we gotta we gotta get we gotta name that and. Um, He's getting ready to uh, drop uh, his second one coming up here shortly. His first one was a great review of what we saw out in Arizona, and his message is, ain't no pain in my game. There's no panic button. This thing is going to get very good from here. The basketball situation, if you want to talk about that, it's really curious to see what's going to happen from here. If you have a thought, if you have faith or you don't, and then I want to get into this Brandon Miller thing on the other side because I'm trying to figure out in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, because I'm, I'm thinking about what would happen to Tony Basilio. Okay, now, if one of my friends called me, one of your friends called you, one of your kids' friends called them, and they're not an athlete, okay? Not an athlete. Not a first-round NBA draft pick. Just we're just talking among, you know, each other here around the water cooler. And they said to you, hey, so-and-so, I got a little issue down here. And they're texting you, bring me my gun. And you brought them their gun. And you knew you were bringing it to an incident. And the guy told his girlfriend to step back because he didn't want to gain glass on her because he knew he was going to discharge the gun. And shot into a car at somebody that did nothing to him, and you brought that person that gun. You gonna tell me you wouldn't get charged with something? Now I'm not in. Look, I'm not in law enforcement, and I'm not in the law. But I've had about 24 hours, like you have, to have this in my brain. 
the first thing that went through my head, I was on with George Plaster yesterday when it just broke. You can go back and look at that on YouTube or wherever you find his program. But the first thing I told George is, as a parent, that's every parent's worst nightmare. Because you want your kids to make good decisions. You want your kids. And it's every parent's worst fear. Because we're all, all of us, all of us in this world can be prone to bad judgment. And no matter what we do, all of us can do things that are just shameful and stupid. And especially, you know, kids before their brains are developed and they're not fully thinking and don't see the consequences down the road. So that's one. The second thing is, and that was, that was where my first thought was, and then I got to thinking about the concept of justice and that family. And I got to thinking about that poor, the family of that poor 23-year-old girl who was minding her own business, who came upon this Miles guy down there at Tuscaloosa, and the Miles guy hits on her. She says, hey, look, you know, I have a boyfriend. I'm not interested. Instead of just moving on like he should have done, he's acting tough. He's a tough guy. Go get my gun for me. I don't like the way she talked to me. Go get my gun. What? What? Now, if that was the way we comported ourselves in society, we wouldn't have society. Somebody, somebody rebuffs your advances and you, you're going to shoot them? And then that occurs, and then obviously he's going to charge with murder. I mean, he discharged a gun into her car. But the mile, but the, the Brandon Miller kid from Nashville brought him his gun, and the police down there in Alabama, nobody tells, nobody tells anybody that side of the story has to be dug out by somebody. And then the head coach is asked about it as their number two in America. I mean, are you, are you kidding me? I want to ask you something. I want you to think about this. If that was you or your child that did that, and they weren't a first-round draft pick, and they weren't playing on a team that was trying to be the best team in school history, and they weren't in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, how do you think that would go? How do you think that would go? You know, we used to say, short of murder, you can get away with anything at these programs. We used to say that. I don't know if you can say that anymore. How can I, I again? I'm not in the I'm not into the law, and I got I, I've reached out to Marcos, a couple of friends of mine in law enforcement. If you're in law enforcement, teach me how to doggy here today, okay? If you're in law enforcement, how do you? How can anybody tell me that if you're sitting there and your friend texts you that he needs a gun, he needs a gun, okay? And you bring your friend a gun, and he discharges that gun into a car on that young lady and her boyfriend, which is what happened. He kills her, okay? And then you're going to sit there and tell me that he's not an accessory to that murder at least? He's at least not charged with something? He just gets to go in peace and play his basketball season? And I'm going to let Sean talk about this because he said down through the years here that when it comes to that whole Alabama program, they have a cloistered bubble around them that exists that you don't get elsewhere. And look, I'm not 
casting aspersions, and I'm not passing judgment from 10,000 feet, but if that isn't that, then what is it? And then if you're an Alabama fan today, I mean, just a question for you. Is this worth it? Like, if you cut the nets down in a month, is this worth it? Is that what you want? Is that what you want? I'm just asking. So if if that's your kid, okay, you're going to tell me your kid wouldn't be charged with something? But apparently, if you're a top ten pick in the NBA draft, if you play on the number one at times team in America this year, apparently that makes you immune. How do you take a gun that's used in a murder to a crime scene and you're not charged with something? How does that happen? Now here's what you know. Here's here's the backstory. Police say, well, you know, he was really, really cooperative. You're kidding. Geez, you're kidding. He was really cooperative and told us stuff we wouldn't have found out. That's what they're saying. That's the that's the spin on this. Are you freaking kidding me? He was really cooperative? He brought a gun that was used in a murder of an innocent person? If that was your child or my child or you or me, we would be behind bars today. And something stinks. The Alabama administration looks horrendous today. Nate Oates had to walk his statement back. See, Nate Oates was caught totally off guard yesterday, which is just, somebody asked him about it at his press conference. And he was so glib, so glib about it. How dare you? This is a kid that's never been in trouble. Never been in trouble? He brought a gun to a murder scene. What do you mean he's never been in trouble? You know a guy that's never been in trouble is a guy that goes out and he drinks a little too much, and then he has a altercation down on Cumberland Avenue. With some, okay, that's a guy who's never been in trouble. A guy who was sitting in his dorm room or sitting somewhere, and his friend says, bring me a gun, who brings him a gun so he can kill somebody, ain't somebody that's never been in trouble. Give, I mean, come on now. We're going to come back on the other side. I'd like to hear from you if you have a thought on the uh, Alabama situation as well. Because I'm going to tell you something. If that's what winning is, you can count me out. You can count me out on that as we continue after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hi, I'm former Sheriff Lena George with 30 years experience in emergency services. 
I know how important it is to locate an address that's in need of help as quickly as possible. An LED light bulb has been developed and manufactured that glows red, white, and blue flashing light to be placed on your front porch and turned on when you have an emergency that will help the responding emergency services to locate your home as quickly as possible. You can obtain your LED light bulb at Mount Pleasant Fire Department and all of your local fire stations. For more information, contact Fire Department at 379-1005. 379-1005. Seconds counts. Get your light bulb today. I wish you and your family a safe and happy new year. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. My name's Tony B. My name's Tony B. Back with you. I've reached out to Marcos on that situation from Alabama because I'd love to get his thoughts. Uh, it is uh, it is extremely obviously troublesome, and it's a story. And to Brian's point, every time you look at Alabama play basketball now, you have to think about it. And I don't know what they thought they were going to accomplish, but essentially what happened is yesterday there was a hearing, and during the course of the hearing, these details came out. And NATO's never offered up, nor did the Alabama administration, that, hey, our, you know, our first-round pick, Brandon Miller, a one-and-done guy, he brought him the gun. And so Nate Oates is sitting there doing a press conference. They play whom tonight, Bri? Who's Alabama play? on their way to the league championship? Who do they play tonight, Bri? They are at South Carolina yeah, tonight. so they're just, you know, it's a garden variety deal. We're just a perfunctory press well, gathering. Let me see. I want to know how the... Announcers treat that. Well, that they're calling the game. Uh, we'll have to well, say. You guys, you guys are missing the whole thing. It's a. Uh, I fully expect Nick Saban to get on ahead of this and say, uh, "We recognize what's going on. This will be handled internally." Well, you'll be very proud of Nate Oates because his initial comment. Now he put something out last night, but his initial comments telling because this is who these people are, and this is terrible. He says the following. He was asked yesterday, stone cold, and I'm sure he was shocked. I bet his, I bet internally his uh, adrenaline and emotions and cortisol levels, I bet all that stuff was going through the roof because he got blindsided yesterday at his press conference. Here's the thing, though. I don't understand why these people don't learn. It's 2023. This ain't 1975. You and hiding stuff. Everything that happens is coming out, especially when there's a hearing and you're in a court of law, and they've got reporters there. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? And the media is going to do their job. They have to. He was asked about, hey, uh, Nate, um, Brandon Miller, bring that gun. He bring the gun to him that night? The girl got killed? And Oates said the following. 
Now, now, now imagine you're the family of this precious young girl that got senselessly killed. I mean, imagine this. This is what the coach said. We've known about that situation since it happened. We've been fully cooperating with law enforcement the entire time. We know about that. I mean, you can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any trouble in this case. You know, wrong spot, wrong time. Sean, if, if your boy calls you and says, bring me my gun, and he's not in immediate danger because he can text you and say, bring me my gun, so obviously he's not, he just wants his gun. Is that wrong place, wrong time, Sean? I've never been in that situation, so I don't know. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't know the context. If, you know, I guess if my roommate was at a local range and said, Hey, man, I'm up here practicing. Can you bring this up? I would, you know, put it in the, put it in the trunk safely, like I do my stuff, you know, and, and do all that. But, uh, you know, I'm, it doesn't look good, but I'm always hesitant to, to offer an opinion, uh, until we know all the facts and it's gone through the system. But, you know, I, I'm reminded of a couple of things. You know, one, I remember Alabama had an offensive lineman who was projected to be a high first-round draft pick, All-American. And he was caught, he and a buddy were caught in Louisiana yep. with unregistered guns, I believe, with the serial numbers scratched off. Mm-hmm. And... And drugs. Now, it was probably recreational pots. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, that nothing happened there. And, in fact, charges were dismissed. Now, we had a, we, we, we lost several players for several games in basketball because I think at a traffic stop, we had very, some guy had some stuff in a backpack. I don't want to minimize Tennessee and maximize someone else. That's not my point. But, um, it does seem like the scale of justice tips awfully lightly in Tuscaloosa. Well, and down through the years, you know, we've admired the fact and wondered aloud how they do what they do. They're magic tricks. And they do do magic tricks there with this stuff. But I'm going to ask anybody again, if that's your child and somebody says, bring bring me my gun, and somebody, and that guy discharges that thing eight times, which is what they're saying, eight times into that vehicle. Not accidentally, one time. Oh, you know, bring me the gun, I'm going to wave it in her face, and I'm just, you know, we're just going to scare these people. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. That's not what those texts said. No, I don't want to. I, I, I would also not want to be party to, um, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to surmise that a murder doesn't occur without the gun being brought there. That's the point. Or at I'm, least that murder. I'm not in the law. I'm, yeah, I'm not a lawyer. But second, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be part of a thing that's saying that that one particular great basketball player is a murderer. No, 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 no. I'm trying to be fair. But how does somebody get? How does somebody get killed? And that kid's not at least charged as an accessory no, yeah, yeah, murder. Yeah, please don't hear me carrying water for him. I just uh, That's a, lot of, a lot of these stories take twists and turns through the weeks and months, and 
Uh, I, I've been caught with my foot in my mouth. How's he not? A, Brian Hartman's got a great point. How's he not at least suspended? You did what, Brandon? Well, you brought him the gun. Is, you brought him the like, gun. This is almost as bad as the Dave Bliss situation at Baylor. You brought him the gun. Well, what really ticks me off is we went through a period of time several years ago, and again, not to minimize anything that happened to an alleged victim, but we we had football players and athletes that were basically thrown off campus and given uh, war. You know, you, you could not uh, what do you call it uh, restraining orders? Yeah, without going through proper um, uh, the justice system, just because somebody when it was the Title Nine thing. Because kids were, you know, they were accused of something, of harassing. I mean, just, it, it's, it's, it's unbalanced at the very least. Back to the phones we go. Alabama's on an all-time, they've got, they're having an all-time basketball season. Let's get our first call in. Hello and welcome into our first call. Hey, Tony, it's Holly. Hey, Holly, welcome in. Well, <clears throat> I was following the story, and you know, I just, Alabama's on a different level. I mean, I know all these athletes just breathe rarefied air, but we know Alabama's like the next level. But, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but, you know, law enforcement always goes after the weakest link to squeal on the main perpetrators because their big deal is we're going to get the shooter and maybe the second guy and the rest of them, if they'll squeal, then, you know, that's worth it to get the the murderer and i'm wondering if maybe that happened so they said that um yeah, he, cooperated. Died, you know, yep. Yep. he cooperated yep. he squealed he yep. told them everything and let's face it you and i know we don't have to know one thing about it to know that the second this happened he realized he was in trouble yep he called the school and they got him the best lawyer in alabama yep. to go and represent him and they told him to do that he probably, the lawyer said, you know, we'll tell you everything, but you're going to protect this kid. And, um, you know, the rest is history. I, I think that's probably what happened. But the thing that insulted me even more was that Alabama coach yesterday when he did the interview, like you were saying. At the I, When I saw how his demeanor was, mm-hmm. I, I was like, are you kidding me? You are a leader of young men, you were supposedly one of the better coaches in the United States this year in college basketball, and you come back there and have the audacity to say, well, kids do this and kids do that, and they're in college and we can't control them and all that. I was horrified, absolutely horrified. I still cannot believe it, and I, I can't even believe that the, the kid wasn't even – he didn't even get his hands slapped. Not suspended. Apparently. Well, let me ask, can I, may I ask you both this because I think this has been a, I think this has been a, a deal for the longest time. Is why? Okay, we're we're ripping Nate Oates here. He's a basketball coach, you know. And 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 through the years, people have always wanted to say, "Oh, well, Fulmer did this or this. He didn't do this or he didn't do this." Where's the school president? I mean, we're not we're not asking for the the math professor. Or the physics professor, or whatever, to come out and do this, and 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 so, and I'm not saying that um, what NATO said or did was not unbecoming. Obviously, it is, but 
you know, they're, they're, we are, and we can't discount the fact that we have some envy about the success of the Alabama football program through the years. Um, but why is it, why isn't this, why isn't this taken to a higher level than Nate Oates? Where's the athletic department? Well, where's the president? Where's the chancellor? Where's you've the got governor? a great point. Yeah, that's a great they were Because they were on uh, track to be the number one team in the country. That's exactly right. A pro, with a pro, a kid that probably had an incredible future, probably still does, mm-hmm. with the pros. And that's all it is. There's just different rules for different people in society. And I hate that, but it is. Because, it's, Holly, here's the truth. Here's the right. truth. Here's the truth, okay? If that kid wasn't a top-flight basketball player, he would have been uh, dismissed from that school, at, at the very least. Yeah, not not, not to mention the fact that he'd be charged as, as accessory to a murder for bringing a gun that was discharged eight times, which he brought you know, there of his own volition. If, if he were like a kid that's going to be there for four years and wasn't was like a scrub player, he's gone. He's probably dismissed. He's already dismissed. Yep. Would you send your kid to Alabama? Uh, that would be no. No, not after Nate says no. No. And that's the other thing, I mean, Holly. He showed zero. I mean zero <laughs> care about that girl yesterday when he was asked about it. Now he now once the the lawyers got a hold of him and said, You better you better write a you better put something out tonight, which he did. But that doesn't count. What you said in the moment is really what counts, Holly, because that's who you are. Well, that exactly because when it came out I was I think I was I saw it on Twitter last night after the game, and I read it, and I thought, what a jerk. So somebody grabbed you and said, get this out. Yep. And, you know, there's still a person dead. You still got a your star player, and you still are going to do well in the tournament probably. Yes. And the girl's still dead. It's unbelievable that that kid is not going to serve a suspension. Didn't serve us nothing. I never well, in all my born days. It's unreal. And like Sean said, I'm not here to judge anything. Really, I'm not. I wasn't there. But what we know about it, and what's there, I mean, are you kidding me? What the kid admitted to? The kid admitted to bringing the gun. You don't get even suspended. You don't miss a practice. You don't miss nothing. We're just going to go on like nothing happened. I mean, are you kidding? That's where we are. It's where we are as a society. It's it's crazy. Well, and and also it comes out that Nate Oates talked to Ray Lewis about this. Oh, good gosh! I mean that. Oh, right. What are we doing? It's about protecting the kid, that not the. It's protecting his future, and you know, again, I'm not a lawyer. There's probably some reason that they're not charging him because there's probably some lack of law or uh, something that wouldn't or whatever and and they know that and so they're just charging on but even Nick Saban knows to keep his mouth shut when that kid hit the girl on the field at the football game yep. you know he at least he was a little bit more diplomatic and kept his mouth shut but god this basketball coach I mean I just was like I was just ready to call him right there and just give him a piece of my mind he was just that was just indefensible for a grown man, the leader. Uh, oh, I just amateur hour. 
And Holly, thank you. Here's your thing. It's 2023. This is 1968. This is all coming out. I mean, you know, it's all coming out. You got to be ready. You got to know. Hey, at some point, we're going to have to answer for this. The cover up always gets you. The crime is the crime. You know, the kid, I mean, I'm not sound glib here, but, you know, what happened happened. Bad judgment and all that stuff. But at some point, the institution, like I'm all at Watson Brown yesterday, and he goes, Tony, at a university level, like Holly just said, a university level, these are these are seven-figure people. These are high to food chain, supposed to be intelligent people. That's your response? That's what you do? That's your response yesterday when it comes to light? Here's, here's a, a Go ahead, Brian. Here's another response. Nicole Arbach had this tweet yesterday. She said Alabama head coach Nados also said he initially sought advice for handling the fallout from the murder from Ray Lewis. 8652005402. I mean that whole thing is that whole thing is crazy. And now if they susp- you can't suspend him now. Can you, Sean? Is that what they're going to do? Are they going to suspend him now? Because they're going to get a whole ton of pressure. The whole thing is getting ready to, the apparatus is getting ready to drop on them, which is what happens in these deals. And you see a feeding frenzy. Well, a lot of times uh, places will, I don't want to say cave, but they'll acquiesce to yeah. the, the court of public opinion. And what you what you do is you just, you take the young man out of the center of attention. So whether that's a spin, whether that's put him on the sideline, uh, you know, away from basketball activities until uh, this matter is cleared up. Um, you know, again, I am uh, A.J. Johnson will never, ever, ever leave my memory. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, right. and I, and again, I please do not hear me carry water for Alabama, a, a basketball player, or anything like that. I am a uh, we all know how the real world works. If you're a rainmaker as a salesman and you get a DUI, you're not getting fired. Correct. But the 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 chump in the in the mailroom is getting fired. Take you a. Gotta, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if that's just the way it the way works it in this world. I didn't make the rules no. up. No, and this that's guy, the way it works. Hey, and this guy here is a top ten pick in the draft, which makes him an absolute unicorn in life. And all that kid had to do was go to school, sit there for four months. That's it. Four months. Five months. And get through school and scratch his lottery ticket in June. And he's still going to get a chance to do that. But he's very, very fortunate. He's very fortunate. Very, very fortunate that he's going to get away with that, it looks like, that horrendous judgment he showed. Horrendous. As we take a brief time out and come back with more on the other side after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late-model, low-mileage, one-owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hey guys, this is Mary Catherine with Bug Out Termite and Pest Control. Did you know that most insurance plans don't cover termite damage? Termites cause $5 billion in damage every year. Having a termite inspection done by a termite professional once a year is the best way to determine your home or business is termite free. Our technician will help you determine the best treatment solution for you. Call us today to schedule your inspection at 931-380-9009 or visit us online at bugouttennessee.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Columbia Ace Hardware carries Magnolia Home Paint by Joanna Gaines? Columbia Ace Hardware is the only Magnolia paint dealer in town. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware and Power Equipment. We will be glad to help you. This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. 
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Back with you, Tony Bay, 865-200-5402. Let's go back to our phones, talking about the Tennessee basketball situation at just really sad loss last night. The Alabama story, which is just really sad and troubling. The Tennessee baseball team, which I think they're going to be very good as the year goes along. And by the way, we've got tickets today I want to offer to you. If you want to go, um, give us a call. Tell me about it on the air. I'll put you on hold. We'll take your information and transfer them to you. Sean has a couple. He can transfer to you. And I've got two pairs of two that I want to transfer to you. And they're, they're really good seats. And the first pitch today, guys, is at what time? In the stadium, Brian, do you know? I think it's 4.30. It's at uh, 4.30, just, just like yesterday. And listen, it's yep. a 75-degree day. From the, yeah. Shout out to the great Roger Hill. Hey, Roger. Uh, he called me and offered up two of his. He can't make it, and he wanted to make sure that they were used, and he wanted to share the experience yep. with the uh, living listener. It's a 75-degree day here. I mean, it is so sweet outside. So... If you want to go and see a Tennessee baseball game, maybe you haven't been, these are f- free tickets. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to do that. We are for you, not against you. I am for you. Okay, I just want you to know that. I am for you. So we want to bless some others with these uh, seats. So let me know at 865-200-5402 that you want to go over and see a baseball game today. It starts at 430, so four hours from now. I've got three pairs of two, and let's go back to our phones. It's 865-200-5402. Tennessee basketball last night. These guys are, if this is a heavyweight fight, this is uh, this is the 10th round. It's where they are right now in their season. They're against the ropes, and they are taking some shots. Now, they haven't gone down yet, but they've got to figure out a way to get the cobwebs out, get back in the fight, Get back in the game and get back into throwing some some uh, some offense. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on the Basilio show. Hey Phil, what's up, my friend? How you doing, man? Oh, hanging there. How's uh, Brian and uh, Sean doing? What's up, Phil? Those guys sound good today, Phil. They sound, hey, they sound a lot better Nothing. than I do, Philly. Well, Seiko's got a a knack about doing that. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Guys, uh, let's talk a little bit more about Bammer Jammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also heard, uh, I'm sure y'all have too, that the Miller's car uh, was parked to keep the victim's car from getting, leaving the scene. Is that true? It's what the police report said. And, again, if that's the case and he blocked them in, I mean, I, the fact that he brought her a gun, brought that gun down there, and that guy discharged that thing eight times, Phil, I mean, I don't care if Miller filmed it. How in the world is he not in trouble? And how did they not suspend him? I mean, what in yeah, the never. world does that say about you, Nate Oates, your program, the president of the university, as Sean said, and Watson Brown said yesterday, the chancellor down? I mean, what does that say about your culture? That's what winning is? Count me out. Yeah. I hope, or my, if that's the case, I hope my school never goes to a Final Four. If that's the case, if that's what we're doing here, then I don't want to do that. Well, he should have at least been suspended along with that Bradley kid was there also. Obviously. 
it doesn't look good at all. Uh, and now it's making excuses after the fact. Uh, it doesn't, uh, I don't, it don't bode well for them. Wow. Just wait till the media gets, uh, starts diving into it. And if they were, uh, release those video cams, it might be even worse. I know, Phil. That's right. That's exactly right. Now, guys, I'm going to watch all the video of that slop I saw last night yep. offensively. Uh, uh, are we finished for the year? Is what it looks like to me. My take on that basketball team is, and this is just it, unless they can get healthy and get Phillips back dialed in and get Triple J to get and get Triple J to put behind him what he's going to put behind him and get get over what's going on with him, we're in big trouble because we're shorthanded, we're running out of gas. ZZ stop has been so tough and nails all year. They haven't played a backup and develop a backup point guard, which, you know, to B.J. Edwards, you know, it's just not fair. It's not fair to put him in right now in these games. You're, I mean, those, listen, that guy from uh, that guy from Texas A&M, Phil, is like a dog going downhill. Yeah. That's like a man. I mean, geez, yeah, Louise. He's a good player, but... Uh... Uh, Tyreek Key is giving you nothing. Why can't you put BJ in? I know that. But they put Edwards out there last night, Phil, and he and he ran right into the second foul on Adu right when they were trying to buy some time, uh, right there before halftime. So, in all fairness, he's getting blown by, but it wasn't like anybody well, else was keeping him in front of him. By, well, and they leave him in, uh, they leave him in the game. I mean, you got a uh, freshman ain't played in all year. You I agree with that. Mistakes. You're getting no argument from me on on. And the other thing that's weird about Barnes, and I don't understand it, is we get these guys early in the year that look like they can shoot it, that can shoot it when they come in. Tyreek Key is lighting up Gonzaga, okay? The kid last year, the pal kid, looks like Larry Bird early in the year. And he turns these guys into crap shooters. <laughs> How? And But he does this. He does this, Phil, but he wins games. Well, it's crazy. And Powell goes to Washington State and, and he's turns shooting. back into the shooter again. That's my point. That's my point. Forty-five percent and three points. Where is that now? That's my and that again is my point. Like, what are we doing, Coach Barnes? Like, what culturally? What are we doing that we're turning these guys into hermit crabs on offense? That poor key kid's afraid to shoot. He, When he releases the ball, he knows it's not going in. It's not even close. And he had three wide-open looks at it last night. Wide open. Yeah. yeah. Barnsdale has, uh, hasn't found a point guard. and uh, Nope. He's got two good shooters coming in. He's got one uh, just come in what January. I yep. wonder what, what he looks like in practice. Uh uh, sure, goodness, he's better than what we got on the floor now. Oh, I'm sure he it's looks true. like a. I'm sure he looks like Steph Curry met Vinnie Johnson met Andrew Tony, and when they put him out there next year, Phil, he'll be throwing up more bricks than me at a snowball fight. Now it's going. I I don't know what Barnes can do to to get this. Really though, they don't need to score too much more because outside of the Kentucky game, uh, we've been in every damn game. 
And that's great. We just got to score any points at the end of the day. Philly, and that speaks to the level of basketball played in this league. Matt Dixon brought a good point up. Last night I said, you know, A&M didn't score in a final 344, a field goal. He said, Tony, how many, how many teams do we play that you're going to say that about this year? <laughs> or, or or us? How many how many uh, how many teams you know are we going to say that about? Well, I'd hate to say this as much as big as basketball fan I am. Yep, I'm ready for football season. See, don't give up on us, baby, Philly, David Soul. When you when you get in that tournament, everything's said. Xavier last night lost to a lowly Villanova team. I don't know how they did that. But they're right there on the seed line. These teams that are in the one-two, the one-two line teams, where Tennessee was pretty much all year. Now they're going to slide back to a three, I think. I say I think because truly, everybody's beating everybody else. Brian, have we ever seen a year like this? Stats by Will Warren came on here Friday and said, "Hey, if you're in the top, if you're one of those one to three seeds." It's never been worse in college basketball. Never. We've never seen a season like this. And Tennessee's emblematic of that. Well, you know, it's, it's like a, uh, a top three seed with a lot of empty calories in it that go along with it. Yeah, it's like eating a bag of uh, uh, barbecue potato chips or, or my favorite, salt and vinegar. It's going to taste pretty good, but you ain't going to get much nutrition out of it. It's going to taste pretty good, though. And if you eat enough of it, it's going to make you look like uh, Elvis circa 1973. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Don, it's Eric. How you guys today? Hey, welcome in. Well, I'm up here visiting uh, beautiful East Tennessee today. I'm uh, trying to fight off this cold. But oh, yeah, everybody's got it. God, Tom, my, it's like every time I come up, I wind up with a cold. I know, it's not, I know I'm not sick of Tennessee. You know, that's not no, it. no, no, but we live in the Garden of Eden. If you talk to the ear, nose, and throat people, yeah. they will tell you that everything collects on the floor here. So no matter what it is you're allergic to, and I eat the cleanest diet in the world, and I still go through it uh, every once yeah. in a while, and I've been through it the last three weeks, and it sucks. But you know what? There are people out there listening to me that are really sick, and my heart you goes out you're to right. you. I, I have a simple head cold, and I'm a whiner about you, it. You got it. I'm a total baby. I'm a complete baby. Don't, don't, yeah, of, that's right. I have a couple of questions, open questions here. Um, so, Nate Oates, by his comments yesterday, he indicated they knew about this. Mm-hmm. He knew. Well, how did you know? Because Brandon Miller told you about it. When did the court find out? And when did you decide to pop that out there? When did Brandon, did Brandon Miller tell the court? When did the court find out that Brandon Miller brought him the gun? Because this, it's an open yesterday. question whether... It was yesterday. Yeah, whether... Exactly. So, Nate Oates, if you knew about that, that makes you... Uh, does that not make you... Put you up for obstruction of justice? I mean, Brandon Miller, as far as I'm concerned, you're an accessory, but if you knew and you didn't tell the court when you... No, the police knew. No, no, Miller went to the police and said, I brought him the gun. That's what the police said yesterday. When did he tell him that? The, the night it happened. Oh, the night that it happened? Oh, yes. okay. Okay, I got you. I got you now. Because as Holly said, as Holly said, what happens in cases like this is, Miles, we don't care about you. I don't care. You get your own representative. Right. You shot into the deal. You're off my team. Um, right. The the other guy that was with him, you're just kind of uh, there because there was another player, a very good player that was with him. That's exactly right. And and and, and those they, two they guys block off the road, right? Those two guys. Yeah. 
Those two guys, they got them the best attorneys money can buy. That's what happened. Holly hit it right on the head. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Philly was talking about the Alabama culture. No, 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 Philly. Understand, it's not a culture at Alabama. It is a cult. It is an occult, okay? That's what it is at Bammer. That's all that it is. The entire state rotates around that right there. I'm telling you. I live there. Well, you know what? It's kind of like they used to say, and I hate to say this because I grew up in a Penn State family, but it's like they used to say about Belfont, Pennsylvania. What happens here stays here around Happy Valley because the stuff about Jerry Sandusky, guys, was whispered about and whispered about and whispered about and whispered about until it wasn't whispered about anymore. And And it's very terrible. And when the news broke, what did they do? They went after the victims. Yes. They went after the people who were witnesses. That's exactly right. They didn't go after They didn't try to uphold the truth and protect them. That's exactly right. That's what you could expect if you're at Alabama. I couldn't imagine sending my kid down there. Not for anything. Good God. Where are we coming to? Unbelievable. (sighs) All right. I think that's all I got, man. Thank you, brother. Good talk to you. You too. 865-200-5402. Sean Sinclair has said for years on here, how come our guys flunk drug tests? How come our guys get kicked out of school? How come when um, Jeremy Banks was stopped that night by the police, you heard on that call that we all heard, uh, what's the guy, the guy that coached here? Why am I forgetting his name? Skull Ryan. Jeremy Pruitt. Pruitt. He said, you're going to take, we don't do, we don't do this. What, what, Huh? Remember that, Sean? We don't. We, uh, he was like beside himself. We don't. You wonder down there, Sean, how many things, and no offense to those people, but you wonder how many things have been swept under the rug. Could you fill a volume of encyclopedias? Could you fit it into this room? How many? How many things have we never heard about? That's my point. That are just horrifying. That's my point. That. That's my point. That are just horrible. And Sean said it for years. Well, and you I know, it came out later that, uh, you know, after the Aaron Hernandez was, you know, in jail, uh, that, the, that there, was, there was suspicion that that wasn't his first uh, foray into taking someone's life. That there was there was there were some whispers that while he was at Florida with Urban Meyer, that that may have happened there. We didn't know anything about that. But here, you know, but here's the thing. It, you know, sometimes when we see this stuff as fans, we want some of those same concessions because we're football fans, we're That's basketball right. fans. That's I mean, right. let's That's right. let's be real. That's right. If this was, if it, if this was a kid that was in the history department at UT or at Alabama, we wouldn't give a flip. We wouldn't care. We might say something for shtick, but we wouldn't care. I think what we're all looking for, it's the same thing with the, you know, the uh, uh, financial information, uh, not financial, uh, Freedom of Information Act for you. You know, it, Alabama changed the rule so that they had 90 days to respond yeah. uh, to any kind of um, inquiry by the me- local media. As soon as Kirby Smart went to Georgia, he had the state law changed 
so that the FOIA would go from what how many days to 90 days and you know it's it's I'm, I'm, I'm speaking about myself and it's I'm not proud of this you know I'm I want Tennessee to be great and are my values compromised somewhat sometimes because I see other people you know get away yes I have to admit that yes um, but but this is a sports talk show and that's what we talk about that's right but certainly you know and I know I know the fine people over at Knoxville Police Department don't have a target in uh, all the athletes in their crosshairs. I know they don't. But compared to the other places, it seems like it. Back to the phones and we what go. What I'm saying is yeah. they just, you, just, you just want a level playing field. Back to the phones we go. I'm not sure you could ever level playing field at Alabama based on this story. I mean, how in the, what can you get away with there? That's the point. Hello and welcome. The kid didn't even get suspended. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Tony. I was checking about getting a couple of the tickets to the baseball game. Oh, yeah. Hang right there. I'll take great okay. care of you. Have you been to a game before? Uh, not since Tony's been there. Oh, my gosh. You're going to go and enjoy yourself. And these are great seats. Stay right there. We'll take your information, please. Thank you. Thank you. 865-200-5402. If you want to jump in with us today, we've got uh, several things that we're discussing, and um, including the basketball situation, the Alabama deal, the Tennessee baseball team that's excellent. Sir, hang right there. I'll get with you here momentarily as we continue. It's the Basilio Show for this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? 
I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Tony, be back with you. 865-200-5402. We'll go back to our phones. 
I'm really excited for Bill, who I just talked to off the air. He's going to get an opportunity to go see the Tennessee baseball team today. And, Sean, there was a really nice crowd there at the first 430 game um, yesterday, probably about 26, 2,700 people, which is just terrific, man, just terrific. Well, he has certainly caught the attention of, of Tennessee, and I – uh, and, you know that's the way that's the way fandom goes. I think they I don't blame fans. You know, they a lot of people uh, got on the bandwagon uh, over the past couple of years and were used to watching balls fly out and expect that to happen. And and I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I think I think this team's going to be fantastic. Uh, but it, maybe maybe in a different way with some different names. Um, but the. the, the what Vitalo has done over there yep. is nothing sort of a, I mean, amazing. He he took a pro, he took a program almost I don't know. Hypo Hypo's Hypo's been a miracle worker too, but pretty darn similar without even close to the resources. That's that, a point. That football doesn't even have a stadium yet. Generates. Yeah, uh, in Burke's words, the stadium they're doing this in, where they become like the it program. Because, see, fans have bought the lie that it's all about the buildings you build. Never been the case. Life is about people. It's about people. It's about human beings. It's about connecting. Well, you know, um, I think what's going to happen is they're going to score a lot of runs late. The pitching staff has superior depth to a lot of other teams, and... They might struggle to score right off the bat in the first few innings, but they will they will wear the other team's bullpen down late in games yeah. and score a bunch of runs and make it look like it's worse than it oh. really was. Oh, they're going to be maddening. Like yesterday, when they had the bases loaded and nobody out early in that game, I think it was first inning, second inning, first inning, whatever it was, and they didn't get any runs, and they put the ball in play every time and still didn't score anything. I mean, you got to give a team credit that can do that. So they're going to be a tough watch at times on the offensive side. All they have to do is get this Ahuna guy back, who I'm of the belief, I'll give you a little prediction, I think he's going to play this weekend. Just that's my opinion. Don't hold me to it. But um, all they have to do is get, get their defense short up. And I'll tell you something. This kid from Knoxville that's playing right now, Jazz Love guy, is a nice player. He's a nice player. This Ahuna guy is world-class defender, and aside from being a, a really good stick, but he can fire the ball. And so tighten that up, get used to playing together, and then you get in the league playing, you win 18 league games. That's all you got to do, and you'll host a regional. That's the formula. Well, I'll tell you this. I think that I think that behind closed doors, Coach Vitello was a lot happier with the performance this past weekend than the fans were. Meaning. Because now, well, he's got a brand-new team that potentially thinks that they they are part of the daddy hat and the mink coat. Interesting. And, the, Interesting. and all, of, all of the bombs. And, those, and a lot of those guys haven't done a thing. They're just part of it. I have a feeling with the kind of, you know, the gritty kind of uh, uh, type of uh, person Coach Vitell is, I bet he didn't mind one bit having those kids be put in their place and talk about how you got to earn it. Now, you're on TV all the time. You got the best shoes. You got all this stuff. Yep. 
didn't, you haven't done anything to earn it. Now, now see what you got. Hey, Brian. It was a great coaching opportunity. No question. Evan Russell was on with us on Monday. Sean, I don't know if you heard it, but he was unbelievable, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. He was insane. And, and, and one thing Evan Russell said is the bottom line with this baseball team is they're going to have to cash checks uh, and get checks cashed on them at times for things that we did. And that's just the reality of it. And his point was just like when we played Vanderbilt last year, in our minds, we're playing that team they had the year before. And we're going to beat the hell out of them, make them like it. And that's where you are. I mean, that's just – so Tennessee's going to have to walk out there. And these kids kind of signed up for it because everybody wants to go to that hot it place. But you've got to keep the ball moving to perpetuate it. You got, and, and I think these guys will eventually. People say to me – People say, well, you're just carrying water. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll say. We'll see at the end of the year. Some of you simpletons and twidiots that want to, you know, rip. You watch, listen, you watch a, 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 a February baseball game like you're watching a football game in the fall, and you're an idiot. I can't help you. I'm not going to tell anybody how to think. It's not my style. But when you act idiotic, you're going to get called idiot. When I act idiotic, I call myself idiotic on here. I'm not saying anything to you I wouldn't say to myself. I get emotional. Here's the thing about the basketball deal. Last night we sat here and we, and it's okay. It's what, it's what we're here for. But in a month's time, if that team takes the court and they make shots and they win three games, you know what we're going to be doing? Talking about what a great basketball team they are. If you think for five seconds that a February baseball game has any bearing on what's going to happen in June, you're out of your mind. Grow up. Let me go back to my phones. Except for, as Sean said, to mold what you're doing and to knock your kids down a peg, which may not be a bad thing. I've got another pair of tickets to give away if you want them. Today it's a uh, 4, would you guys say, 4.30 start? Is that right? Just perfect in every way. That's uh, that's it. Matt Dixon today went. He provided some tremendous coverage presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. Uh, and I just, you know, what can I say? Matt distilling it down today, and he's going to have more offerings for us. Let's go back to our phones get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You're on the Tony Basilio Show on a Wednesday. Tony, Andrew in Baltimore, how are you? Hey, Andrew in Baltimore, my man. How you doing, brother? Oh, just fighting a little rain, but I'm sure you guys are getting the 70 and sunny we're going to get tomorrow. So you got I'm it, brother. Bad, you got it, brother. The big <laughs> wheel keeps on spinning around. And it's one thing about being in the Northeast. My son will say to me, what's your weather today? Because they're going to get it tomorrow, generally. That's right. That's exactly right. So, you know, if I, if I find out tomorrow that you guys are sitting through some rain or snow or whatever, it'll be... Uh, It'll be a wake-up call for, for Friday. But, yep. uh, yeah, looking forward to it. But, Tom, two, two things here. Yep. One, the the differences in the athletic departments between Tennessee and Alabama, and this has been my entire life. I'm 27. What you can get away with down there, not even get away with, what they will sacrifice at the at the sake of winning is a lot. I mean, we what was his, was it Tyler Smith who just had the gun? Had a gun. After, he just had it. We had it in his car. Him, didn't we? Yeah, on a traffic stop. Had a, and I don't remember all the details, 
But he had a gun in his car at a traffic stop, and he was off the team. That was it for him. He yep. was gone. Bruce Pearl lied about a barbecue. We got rid of him. I mean, our standard for what we will put up with here is incredibly high. That's a and great that's point. Have- that's a great point. That's a great point. You know, you know uh, one thing that I actually agree with that decision to dismiss him, Tyler Smith, that is. How many Alabama fans do you think would agree if they dismissed Brandon Miller? They'd all be like, what? Oh, Brian, you're you're exactly right. I yeah. mean, it was the right decision. You can't have that crap going on. No. And meanwhile, on Twitter today, the Barstool Bama account, is they tweeted, I can't wait to watch this man play today. And it's just Brandon Miller highlight. They just, it, it's a different, you know, just a different world they live in down there. If, if a Tennessee coach came out and said what Nate Oates said yesterday, uh, it wouldn't. Can you imagine our fan base, Stone? I mean, can you imagine me? Right or wrong, they It's exactly right. And my reaction to that would be we would be ripping that guy from pillar to post, okay? And rightfully so. And you are so right. Our fans would be burning up the phone lines. The phone lines would have melted last night on Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtimes. That would have been all we would have talked about last night. I know this fan. But, hey, I saw him on Shiano Sunday. These people can think yeah. all they want that Shiano Sunday was all about. They didn't want Greg Shiano as a football coach. Are you kidding me? They put up with Derek Dooley. No. They put up with Butch Jones. They put up with all this crap down through the years. Yep. You think that was over a football coach, or you think it was over what he knew about something that was as sordid as you can't believe, and we didn't want that thing anywhere near our program. I love this place because, look, I want to win. Sean wants to win. Brian wants to win. I don't want to win like that. I'm sorry. I don't want to win like that. Count me out. No, and that's why you got to love what we have going right now. Three In the three major sports, no matter the results, you know, very. The South Carolina football game, that sucked. That almost felt, you know, there was a lot of going on behind the scenes, but what a high-quality individual Josh Heupel is. Yep. You won't ever hear a, a negative word about the personality and the mentorship and the man that Rick Barnes is. Yep. And for all accounts, his team plays with so much energy in life. Tony Valls, who doesn't want to play for him? So, I, I you know... At, at a certain point, yeah, winning is is a lot. And what I would do for a championship and just about anything, I wouldn't put up with that, what they're doing down there. And they do it constantly. They do it in all sports. And, you know, at the end of the day, more more uh, more fod to the fire, I guess. But, um, you know, I just I, I felt like it's important, you know, when we get upset about, you know, minuscule stuff, you know, Josiah Jordan-James not lacing it up last night. He didn't lace it up. That's frustrating. They're going to let somebody lace it up tonight when they play South Carolina that has absolutely no business playing in, in any level of sports, and I think that's important to call out. Um, th- very quickly, Tone, on the game last night, yeah. I don't know if this team, you know, I keep thinking in my head, they're going to start it, they're going to get it going, something's going to get started. I don't know if they can start a fire on a pile of dry leaves with a box of matches. They're just incapable of, of getting things going on offense. And I don't know if Triple J coming back is, is going to do that. Uh, I almost think, and curious what you think about this, 
I think getting Julian Phillips back is more important. At least he'll attack the basket. He did when he first got here. Again, I'm not knocking our coach. Guys win a lot of games. Guys a Hall of Famer. I'm glad he's a coach. But I'm going to ask this one more time. Why did Julian Phillips, when he first got here, to Mark Griffin tell me was going to be a dog and take the ball to the hole all the time? And now he became one of the most timid. Look like Bambi out there on offense. How's that happen? How, how does Texas A&M have these guys that are going downhill? The only guy Barnes hasn't coached that out of is this Mayshack guy. This Mayshack guy goes downhill, goes downhill, goes downhill, goes downhill, goes downhill. The guy be a running back. He hadn't coached it out of yeah. him yet. He plays like an absolute. Well, I love him. I, I for that reason, I love him. Love, all capital letters. Love wants to take the ball to the hole. And Rick Barnes. I'm convinced that Rick Barnes would have turned Michael Jordan into a defender. No, I'm serious. Rick Barnes gets on my nerves with that. No offense. Tell me, you tell me, you tell me. Julian Phillips, the guy we saw in November, the guy we saw against Kansas, the guy we saw against USC, did he look anything like that before he got hurt? Anything? No. Okay. How many guys does he have to do this to for me to look at and go, would you please stop it and let these guys play on offense? No offense. And that's why you said it last night. Yeah, last year, he, he did stop it. That's right. Matt said three. it. Matt said it. Yeah, Matt said it. I mean, I don't know if that flip's going to switch this year, but, you know, I almost think, where can they go? When we drive the ball to the hoop, they run into Plostich, who's just standing there like a low. You know, Kamwa's at the top of the key. Just It's so bogged down in the half court. It's constipated. You know, we, we, Oh, Jerry Myers' term, constipated offense. It, thank you, my friend. Hey, Sean, what do you take? I mean, you're a dentist. I don't. And by the way, Sean, tell me your coordinates uh, before we expire today. Go ahead, man. I appreciate that, Tony. We're out here in Titletown, six eight one three zero zero four. Sean Sinclair. That's Goofy S E A N Sinclair. I didn't pick it out. Sean Sinclair DDS dot com. It's a great name. But, uh, Go ahead now, Tony. What, what, what do we take when we're constipated? Because that's what our offense needs. Oh man, you know, is it Metamucil? What do you? The old, yeah, you, little Metamucil. Uh, the old timers would, you know, they would chow down on some prunes. Prunes. If I remember my grandparents right, have you ever choked one of those jokers down? I love prunes. My grandmother, my grandmother would try to play some sleight of hand on me, mm-hmm. like it was some, like it was a grape or something. Mm-hmm. No. Come on. I love the, the taste or, of prunes. Or a, or a dried apricot. Or, I love dates. What's going on there? I love majul dates. Or a fig? Come on. I love figs. Oh, man. That old lady would, I mean, you could, you, you're not coming off a hostess pie or something, a Twinkie when I was a kid. Back to the phones we go. Well, she cared about you. Let's go back to our phones and get our next call. So that's a S-E-A-N Sinclair DDS, beautiful Maryville. We love you. Brian Hartman. Lady Vols final home game tonight. Is that right? No, that's tomorrow night against South Carolina. Oh, at uh, seven. Can I ask you a question? And I'll bring us up to John Adams tomorrow. Why they have media day or media? Why they have a senior day against Auburn when they play their final home game tomorrow night? What is that? You know, I wondered that myself. 
I wonder if it had something to do with the, they wanted to have it on Sunday when it was better for the more convenient for the families there and you players go. to get up here. There you go. Makes sense. I, I the first thought I, that crossed my mind was well, they want to do it before they before a win, as instead of instead of doing it before a likely loss. Because but because here's the thing. I wonder if our men's team is going to follow suit and have the have it on a Saturday so they can so they can. Um, um, parents and everybody can go or will their senior night yeah, be in, will their senior night be on i guess wednesday of next week which one bry it would be tuesday i think tuesday. it would be tuesday at nine okay next week so, so they're going to do a thing they're going to do senior night tuesday at nine but the lady vols did theirs in the weekend that's they did theirs on a sunday the, the game before their last home game which is against south carolina which which is to be honestly, that's a that's a likely tough. loss. It's gonna be tough. Let's go back to the phones. Yeah, Dawn Staley ain't messing, and she she's not exactly gonna be accommodating on your senior day. I don't think that's in her nature. Let's get our next call in. Tony Basilio show hey. on a Wednesday. Hi. Hey Tony, this is uh, Lester from Halls Crossroads. Hey Lester, welcome in. Well, thanks for having me. Hey man, I, I tell you what, the theatrics today are a bit comical. I mean, look, these guys are grown men, okay? These guys are adults. Whatever happened to self-accountability? I Look, this coach's statements were a little tone deaf, but, I mean, what does he have to do with it? I mean, you take this kid and you put him in this academia and you expect him to be some, some you know, choir boy. Man, that's not the case. I mean, weren't we, and, and, and you've got all these callers calling in saying, I wouldn't send my kid to Alabama. Hell, I'd send my kid to Alabama if, if, if he was inner city uh, basketball player. Hell, they're going to take care of him, it sounds like. Well, I'll tell you this. The guy brought a gun. To a, he didn't to a, bring a gun. He didn't bring a gun. He didn't bring he the didn't gun. Bring gun. He didn't bring the gun. He didn't bring it. He didn't bring it. No, he didn't bring it. He passed it to his friend. Now, hey, look. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. He was on the other side of campus. His friend texted him and said, bring me the gun. He brought him the gun to the scene. The guy fired it eight times into the car. Listen, you might ought to get your facts straight before you call the show, because I'm, I'm going off well, the court. It's, 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 it's I'm going off what was hey. saying in court yesterday. I'm going off what the coach said, and I'm going off what the kid said. Now, maybe well, you have a different story. Let it unfold, because I get, I'm getting whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not letting anything unfold. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean to tell me you don't suspend a guy? You mean to tell me you don't suspend a kid? That brought a gun across campus in an incident? You don't suspend him? Uh, well, it's a billion-dollar operation. You don't suspend him? My show like that. Show some respect, you clown. Yeah, I got it. You show some respect. You walk into my house, you show some respect, you knucklehead. I care where you're from or who you are, my brother. And don't, don't say we're getting all dramatic. You're getting dramatic. A girl's dead. You need to wake up. So that, that somebody needs to get dramatic. You're the one that needs a little drama in your life. Goodness gracious. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, really? Hey, to you, sir, I say roll tide because I know you're an Alabama fan talking like that. Which, case closed. Because that guy's an Alabama fan. That's obvious to me.
Sean, today, will the shutout streak continue for our baseball team? I don't know. Um, maybe. I'm, that's not, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go over there. Uh, check it out. If one of my girls wants to go, I may uh, drag them with me. Um, such the life of T- the Torture them, torture them, so to speak. Force them to spend yeah. some time with Pop. Yeah, let me tell you how that works. The, the way this works is dad, dad gets them over there. Dad buys all the food, the ball cap. You know how that oh, yeah. goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They work through all that stuff, and then they're ready to go in the third. Well, first of all, they spend the first couple of innings doing their selfies and putting them on in, on on those sites, whatever they're called. That's right, whatever they are. Graham, whatever. That's right. And then they're ready to go after the fourth inning. So that's how that's how single dadhood works up in here. Once you've established the fact that you're at a place. Once you've established the fact that you're at a place, then it's time to, you know, then it's quitting time. Which is really amazing. Well, I love them, though. They're awesome, but they, they, they're You want to be at another place. Yeah, you got to be at another place. You got to get your picture taken at the other place, sure, by you, you know. You've had a full day. You've had a full yeah, day. Yeah, you've been at that place. You want to show everybody that you've been at that place. Yes. And then you got to tell your kids when you get older... Then you just transfer yourself over to Facebook where you kind of show, you know, me, I'm just too exhausting, and I'm boring. So that's why you don't see much of me. And trust me, I am so freaking boring. Oh, my gosh. I know my friend in Halls thinks we're, you know, we're dramatic, and trust me, buddy, we're, we're really boring, really boring. But you need to get your head checked. But we're, you know what, and, and I don't know what that Miami Dolphin player was thinking about being unconscious on the practice field when Nick Saban was walking that yeah. direction, and he just happened to walk. Over he just him. happened to be under Nick Saban's feet. That was that was that was a very uncouth. Sean, they airlifted him to the hospital. That's Cinco's. I mean, not Cinco. That is Saban's mentality. Walked right over the guy. The guy got air, and that was it for Saban at Miami with the Dolphins. Airlifted the guy. To the hospital. I mean, huh? This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. Wear this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. 
Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Ace now offers free assembly and delivery on grills over $3.99? It's never been easier for you and your family to have a great grill like a Weber gas grill, a Traeger pellet grill, or a Big Green Egg charcoal grill. Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware, located at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Join us Saturday, March the 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars. I am Jack Blackstone. I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Dr. Mike Steele. Tune in to American Steel, a weekly discussion of topics and events related to the challenges in our world. Listen as we examine the path to relevance and truth in our society and culture. You can catch the show on 101.7 WKOM at 7 p.m. on Sundays. Also, we can be found online at WKOM Radio or on Twitter at WKOM WKRM. See you on Sunday. 
The NASCAR Cup Series. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. Returns to Auto Club Speedway. We got trouble. It's Brad Keselowski. He's sideways, and he collects one, two, perhaps three more machines. For one final ride around the D-shaped oval. Larson, the winner in his home state, the Golden State Golden Boy. It's the Pollock Casino 400. Sunday, February 26th at 1.30 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.